This is Economy Watch. What you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Friday's Economy Watch where we follow the economic events and trends that affect New Zealand. I'm David Chaston and this is the international edition from interest.co.nz. Today we leave with news equity markets are now listening to the fear signals the bond markets have been sending recently. Overnight there's been wild swings in markets. The bond squeeze deepened and spread to shorter term US treasuries. There's been a sharp sell off in equities and there is a continuing and sharp rise in the US dollar. A risk off sentiment grips investors. Not helping in the US was that the expected improvement in the jobless claim levels last week didn't eventuate. There are still 3.2 million people on these benefits and far below the pre-pandemic levels of below 2 million. And investors are looking ahead and seem to be worried that the second quarter 2021 growth spurt might be it for the other side of the V bounce back and that the trajectory after that won't be so bullish. This comes as current data about consumer appetites for new personal debt is rising in the US. Demand for car loans, credit cards and personal loans were up 11% compared with the equivalent 2019 levels, according to one credit score reporting service. And the Fed's own consumer credit data for May reveals a continuing strong rise, jumping sharply by a 10% rate and marking a fifth consecutive month of solid rises exceeding 5%. In Europe, the ECB changed little in their usual policy position, but they did approve a climate change action plan, which is being seen as ambitious. Investors are unsure how this will change the financial landscape. And that uncertainty is elevated because the ECB delayed releasing its policy guidance. In China, their big story is all about how Beijing is cracking down on their tech giants. And hard. That crackdown is both on their growing financial power and their reach into social communications. These enterprises have become central to Chinese commercial life, too big to fail, and are being drawn in to a tight state control. The stock price of many of these firms is falling hard in Western markets. In Australia, expectations are rising that new macroprudential regulations will be introduced before the end of the year. APRA is already using a soft-touch approach, but harder limits look likely in the next few months. Housing finance continues to rise sharply, with investor lending now surging. This points to a sharp acceleration in credit growth, which is set to outstrip income growth by a significant margin, something that regulators have highlighted as a criterion for acting. Measures being considered are increasing the serviceability buffer on the mortgage rate, targeting high LVR and targeting high DTI loans. May International Air Cargo data was out last night and it was particularly strong, coming in more than 10% higher than pre-pandemic levels. In the Asia-Pacific region, the gain was on the same base was only 5%. It was North America that drove these gains. Air cargo capacity continues to slowly improve despite the lack of international passenger traffic. Having said that, the market remains tight with no clear decline in cargo load factors. June is likely to be equally positive. But international air passenger travel is still dead in the water, down more than 85% since May 2019. The only domestic air travel markets open normally are China and Russia. US Treasury 10-year yield starts today down at 1.29% and down another two basis points in extending its retreat. The price of gold is now just under $1,800 an ounce, which is down $3 from this time yesterday. 
And oil prices have stabilised overnight, up by 50 cents a barrel. In the US, they're now just over $72 a barrel, while the international Brent price is now just over $73.50 a barrel. And the Kiwi dollar opens today at just under 69.5 US cents and down almost three quarters of a cent from this time yesterday. Against the Australian dollar, we're lower too at 93.5 Australian cents. And against the euro, we're sharply lower at 58.7 euro cents. That means our trade-weighted index started today well down at 72.3 and an 80 basis point retreat. And the Bitcoin price is now at $32,968 and down 4.5% from this time yesterday. Volatility in the past 24 hours has been very high at plus or minus 4.1%. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in our show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia I'm David Chaston, and we'll do this again on Monday. Matewa.